First Thessalonians 3. Therefore, when we could bear it no longer, we were willing to be left behind at Athens alone, and we sent Timothy, our brother and God's co-worker in the gospel of Christ, to establish and exhort you in your faith that no one be moved by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we are destined for this. For when we were with you, we kept telling you beforehand that we were to suffer affliction, just as it has come to pass, and just as you know. For this reason, when I could bear it no longer, I sent to learn about your faith, for fear that somehow the tempter had tempted you, and our labor would be in vain. But now that Timothy has come to us from you, and has brought us the good news of your faith and love, and reported that you always remember us kindly, and long to see us as long as we as we long to see you for this reason brothers in all our distress and affliction we have been comforted about you through your faith for now we live if you are standing fast in the lord for what thanksgiving can we return to god for you for all the joy that we feel for your sake before our god as we pray most earnestly night and day that we may see you face to face and supply what is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you, and may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, as we do for you, so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. End of reading. Okay, so um, remember that Paul talked about how in in chapter one he says that they became the Thessalonians became imitators of Paul and his you know the men that he's with. You became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you received the word in much affliction with the joy of the Holy Spirit so that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. Okay, so Paul says that the Thessalonians imitated what the apostles do. They they receive the word of God, or they stand fast in their faith of the gospel of Jesus in much affliction. And because they had the joy of the Holy Spirit uh, as they endured that affliction, this became an example to all the believers that that heard about it. So, um, you know, that's that's what Paul has already commended the Thessalonians for in chapter one, and um, in uh, chapter two, he talks about how, um, you know, he he wants them to continue in that, and <clears throat> how he longs to to go back to the Thessalonians, but in verse 18 of chapter two, but Satan hindered us. Um, and so, you know, he's eagerly trying to, to return and, and he, he really cares for the, the Thessalonians growing, uh, as they endure that affliction. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't like that they have to go through it alone, but he sees that they are, enduring the affliction even persecution from their own countrymen that's what it says also in verse 14 there 
So in chapter three, Paul then starts talking about again about the situation that he and his uh, he and his brothers that he's with are in. So he said, therefore, when we could bear it no longer, we were willing to be left behind at Athens alone, and we sent Timothy, our brother and God's co-worker, in the gospel of Christ. So um, Paul still really cares for these Thessalonians, and they just said, all right, well, looks like we have to stay back, but we will send Timothy to establish and exhort you in your faith. And why is that? Verse 3 that no one be moved by these afflictions. So this is a concern for Paul. You know, it's not, it's not, he's not taking it for granted that just people, when they go through suffering, they, they're established and they're rooted and they, they have a firm foundation that the affliction won't shake them. No. Um, Paul wants to make sure that everything's all right. That's why verse five, he also says, I sent to learn about your faith for fear that somehow the tempter had tempted you and our labor would be in vain. So this is, this is a good concern of Paul. He's just, he, cause he knows, he knows what's, what suffering and affliction can do to someone's faith. It can, it can shatter them. So they send Timothy to establish and exhort them in their faith and no one be moved by these afflictions. And so, you know, an application for us is, uh, our faith should be be able to withstand afflictions that we're not moved by afflictions. Um, you know the 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 problem of evil, if you will, shouldn't be something that destroys our our faith. Uh, if that destroys our faith, then you know we haven't really been rooted, or we're you know we're depending on God for for a an easy good life, which He never promised any of us. In fact, that, that kind of leads to the next point. I, it's, it's almost as if God promised the opposite for, for Christians. Verse 3, you yourselves know that we are destined for this, uh, meaning, you know, the afflictions and the, the difficulty. Verse 4, for when we were with you, we kept telling you beforehand that we were to suffer affliction. So he was saying, so he's saying like, man, you know, we warned you beforehand that there was, going to be suffering there is going to be affliction uh and i think he warned them of that so that they wouldn't have this false hope that you know it's just going to be easy it's just going to be a cakewalk <laughs> to, to 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 follow god in this world no he he told them way beforehand to give them a buffer just like look it's not going to be easy okay there's going to be uh this is going to be the hardest thing ever so they kept so paul and his uh and his homies kept telling them beforehand that they were to suffer affliction so that the the people wouldn't have a, a false hope or a, a false sense of, yeah, everything's going to gonna be fine. We're not going to go through anything bad. Uh, verse 7, for this reason, brothers, in all our distress and affliction, we have been comforted about you through your faith. Uh, so He's comforted about that because, verse 6, Timothy brought brought Paul good news of your faith and love and reported that you always remember us kindly and long to see us. So Paul's really encouraged because he hears of the suffering and the affliction they've gone through, but these people remain faithful. 
um, not just in their situation for their own for their own benefit, but also Paul says that he's become their love and their faith. Um, so overall, uh, in the end of this chapter, verse eleven, Paul prays for this. Now may our God and Father Himself and Lord Jesus direct our way to you. Verse 12, and may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father. So I think we should finish with that. That, you know, those are Paul's prayer requests, and they should be ours as well. May the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all. Verse 13, may he establish our hearts blameless and holiness before him at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints.